0: Remember yesterday when I mentioned somewhat emphatically that Mike Tomlin had roughly a 0.000000% chance of sharing with everyone what Kenny Pickett's status would be, either from the health perspective or whether or not he's still the starter? Well, my friends, that's why this show is daily good morning to you i'm dan Kovacevic of dk pittsburgh sports and this is daily shot of steelers it comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball i also offer daily shots of penguins and pirates that you're free to check out in the same place where you found this yeah so that was unprecedented which is why I gave it the 0.000000% chance. I'd never heard Tomlin do that. I didn't expect Tomlin to do that. In fact, he had all kinds of reasons why he might have competitively played at Coy regarding the status of his quarterback. The fact that he didn't the fact that he stood there in front of the podium at his press conference and announced, and I do mean announced because this was in the portion of the press conference before any of the questions began. So this was an announcement that Kenny was seen as being fine. He's obviously still in the protocol, but that he's going to be available for a full practice today, beginning at twelve fifteen p.m. on the south side. And that if he's fine and if he's cleared, he will start Sunday night in Miami. And within that, of course, he also was making very clear that even though Mitch Trubisky played fine to close out the previous game, got himself a nice save. If you want to use the baseball terminology... Kenny was going to be the starting quarterback, and that Kenny is going to be the starting quarterback. This was part of the head coach's explanation for that. It's really just not a lot to talk about. We're not going to blow in the wind. We're going to be somewhat steady. Um, I've been consistent in my messaging regarding decision-making in that position. I think it helps those that are playing. I think it helps the team in terms of who to follow, and uh, we're not going to flip the script now. Yet another reason that this is unprecedented, is that the whole situation is unprecedented. Tomlin's never had to do this. The closest he's come to having to deal with any kind of quarterback decisions or announcements or anything, and you'll remember this, was whenever Mason Rudolph was struggling with both health and performance, and he had to get up in front of everyone and tell them that Duck Hodges was going to be his starter in Los Angeles against the Chargers on Sunday night. Uh, That's it, though. That's it. Otherwise, the default, obviously, was always Ben Roethlisberger. And it's clear now, it could not be clearer, that Tomlin and the Steelers are fully committed to picket. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect. Rigor, relevance, that's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. I tell you guys this all the time. It may be a little bit too often, but I'm not really into the predictions thing. What I'm doing in any given moment is sharing with you the opinion that I have Based on the best possible information that I can produce. That's it. That's how I write my columns. That's how I do this show. So when Tomlin stands in front of everybody and gives this strikingly clear announcement, I don't think to myself, oh, no, but I said on today's show, 0.00. Who cares? Who cares? We are all of us who follow this team, and the team itself, most importantly, in uncharted waters. So every step that happens along the way is another learning experience, I feel like, for all of us, and for Tomlin, and for everyone involved in the team. And I find it both interesting and revealing that he's gone right now in this moment, to this level, with Pickett. They really believe in him. And by doing what he did yesterday, Tomlin has set things up so that the next time there's a fluctuation in performance or an issue as to whether or not somebody or a couple somebodies aren't all the way healthy, we're not going to wonder, at least I'm not, who the starting quarterback is. It's now Pickett. That ship has sailed. And if we're all being honest with ourselves, it most definitely had not completely left the port until a little bit after noon yesterday. And This is a good thing. I like this because I can also tell you that Tomlin carries a ton of respect for Mitch Trubisky. He doesn't hide it. He sure didn't hide it after the game when he ran and found him on the field to give him an embrace. He hasn't hidden it at all through OTA's mini-camp training camp. Uh, Even now, even now, when Mitch doesn't play, Mitch is the offensive captain, the backup quarterback. Is the offensive captain of this football team? I'm not sure everybody knows that, but that's also not by accident. And there had to be, there had to be some part of him that wanted to carry Mitch into next week. There just had to be on multiple levels, several of which I did discuss on yesterday's show accurately, like that Kenny would get another week. To make a thousand percent sure that he's in the clear, that Mitch would have a chance to ride that emotional momentum. It had to be something that crossed Tomlin's mind. The fact that he ended up, as you heard him say there, choosing to not blow in the wind. That's something that in the long term is going to strengthen the Pittsburgh Steelers. It really will. When we come back, J1Q. Shot of Steelers is brought to you by our friends in Mike's Beer Bar. They're located directly across Federal Street from DNC Park. They are the one, the only, the premier destination in Pittsburgh for craft beer. More than 500 craft beers available, more than 350 of those local, and more than 80 of those on tap. Mike's can't be topped, not for beer, not for the Awesome kitchen and menu that's available, not for all the special events that are going on there. Check them out online at mikesbeerbar.com. Mike's Beer Bar, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Today's J1Q comes from Antonio Jackson, who asks, DK, if Devin Bush's play continues to improve, do you see the team bringing him back beyond this season? Um, See, here's the thing, Antonio, the way you worded that, you make it a little too easy for me to answer because if Devin Bush's play continues to improve the qualification that you gave, well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, because if it just keeps going upward, then by week 17, he should be Mike Singletary or something. But as things are, he's got a ways to go. He does. And the, the chain that connects an NFL team to its high-prized draft pick doesn't last forever. There were people who thought here that Jarvis Jones was going to have a job at outside linebacker for life. Why? Because A, he was a first-round pick, and B, because both Tomlin and Kevin Colbert used the word special to describe him in his introductory press conference, and I know because I was there for it and had my eyebrows shoot up through my forehead. They traded up to get Bush. They made very plain that they expected Bush to be the guy who would finally, finally be the successor and a worthy successor to Ryan Shazier. But even that only goes for so long. Terrell Edmonds was a first-round pick, and T.E. didn't excite the Steelers, never mind what anybody else thought of him. Otherwise, they wouldn't have just let him flail the way he did through free agency. So they pay T.E. a pittance, meaning, you know, for NFL salaries of $2 million and change. T.E. basically has to come crawling back on his hands and knees, and now T.E.'s been... Have you seen some of the metrics on his performance to date? I know he's getting a lot of accolades, and rightly so, for the way he performed Sunday, mostly in the way that he was able to keep the secondary together. Uh, The way Tomlin referred to him, and this was awesome, was that he was a hub of communication for those guys back there, all those kids, all those people wearing number 16, and I can tell you that it was way beyond that. He played really well. Game high, 10 tackles. Not only was he taking care of the secondary, but he was up at the line of scrimmage. Say what you want about the Tampa Bay game plan, which was borderline insane in running the ball half the time against a team that had very little secondary left and also had a certain somebody at quarterback. But T.E. got the job done, and T.E. is now putting himself into a position where he can be that guy. Do you look at him and say, all right, here's a guy that we want to give a contract to? I'll say it again. At the moment, he's the one lining up with some of the best safeties in the league. Not to to hijack your question there, Antonio, but that's what I want to see. From Bush, I, I want to see him force the team, based on his performance, based on his passion, based on everything that we saw on that excellent play to win the game for the Steelers. I, I want to hear the kind of remarks from Devin Bush that that he shared with me after the game when he spoke with so much emotion about how important it was for him to be not just a guy on the field but the guy on the field let's see it man rise up that's what TE is doing put yourself no 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 force yourself into that conversation I appreciate the question I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers we'll do another one of these tomorrow